kills for BDK Kid Willie at the fifth one. Uh, but a big shatter from Juko High takes the play from O again, putting the Jeff Invictus wins the match. Massive Blossom from Claws getting into the back. An impressive job there by Infus Gaming. Really smart. Hold for Careless. Hold that four puts the close. Crimson picks up a third. Can he get a fourth? First one will be rocking with the Deathlock pick up one. And now we see the Shadow Step of Triage coming down with the Deathlock. We got three on the point now and inside. Holy Jalapeno just rolled straight. That's Karma is going to take up this victory. The Deathlock picks up three. There will be illusion. Arise by three in the fight against A full 6k for Shamanzi. Finding four with the Death Blossom. And now you better back down because I. Welcome everybody to the Iris Podcast. I am Ski Free Yeti, joining you today with NPC Nixall and Specs. Welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we have a pretty loaded cast, so we're gonna dive right in, and uh, we're gonna start off with breaking down some of this exciting playoff action that's been going on. Some definite upsets, uh, some surprises, some maybe not so surprising things to some people here. But uh, start off with that wild card round from a couple weeks back. Uh, that first kickoff match featured the Minty Hippos taking on Jetpack Cats. Jetpack Cats dealing with some unfortunate rostering issues right at the end, but uh, went down 2-0 up against Minty Hippos, and I heard there was something that happened there. Uh, NPC, you wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? Uh, no, no. They, they had this like surprise all-star player show up, uh, probably the best main tank in the whole of Harmony tier, show up and fill in and uh they ended up uh pulling out a pretty good series and making that win oh teractin showed up yeah yeah oh okay cool i just was curious <laughs> uh <laughs> uh yeah anyways that match went to 4-3 uh to jetpack cats there uh an impressive comeback victory interesting substitute situation here's the rest of the wild cards we'll take a moment to talk about them after this uh carlos panda is also a 4-3 victory over ddos we had Prodigious with a big 4-0 dominating victory against Alt F4 that was featured on this channel, by the way. And then Infius Gaming takes on Invictus and beat them 4-1. Infius Gaming won that. Guys, uh, thoughts on those wildcard matches? Uh, a lot of interesting things going on there. What do you think, Specs? Prodigious and Infius won a playoff game. Just, just <laughs> let that sink in. Um, but no, at the end of the day, Careless Pandas, DDoS, for me at least, been the, the match of the uh, playoff so far. Absolutely back and forth, and, you know, a dogfight to the end there, and I really enjoyed watching that one. So, What do you think, Nick? Um, I won't pass a comment on the Infius game. For, um, but uh, Jetpack Cats, kudos to them, man. Um huge win i mean npc just a chad just coming in just you know doing what he has to do um but i mean other than that i mean careless pandas showed up when they had to uh in that game got the big one and yeah npc any any comments any thoughts 
No, I, 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 I'm going to agree with, with Specs. I, I think Careless Panda's DDoS match was was really a good match to watch. Uh, you got to see, you know, the actual rosters of those teams duke it out. It was it was a really good game. Um, really, really good to watch. Really fun. I would agree with that. Uh, one interesting thing I think that stood out from the wild cards this week is the. Um, it wasn't, and I know everybody goes to say, "Oh, NPC." He's the reason they came back and won. Like NPC was a no. was a, a NPC. I think was a motivating factor, but I think the the keys on Jetpack Cats right now are two players, and that's O and that's Michelin Man. Both of them have been playing out of their minds the past two weeks. Um, I I've said this on Twitter before, and I'm gonna say it again here. I think O is the most underrated player in all of Harmony tier. Um, his Hanzo is borderline GM level good. Like he's an insanely talented Hanzo. Um, his other DPS heroes are not that far behind. He's a very good DPS player. He's legitimately capable of putting all of the jetpack cats on his back in any given team fight. He kind of has that effect that Smugs had on Otaku last season. Even Otaku went down, Smugs could pick that team up and just say, "Not, not, we're not done. Pull off a 3K. They're back in the fight." back and taking it down and michelin man is a really good in-game leader if you listen to some of his calls listen to him mm-hmm. on their comms really good they're they're playing really good overwatch right now i think they're better now when they were when they had Meltzen upsetting on their team i think oh, they are i think they are yeah def- definitely i agree i mean Meltzen upsetting they're great players but when you have great players on your team you tend to lean on them quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, i know because i played on gravity in season two and, you know, when you don't have those players, there's a little bit of a power vacuum for a little while. But I think the team as a whole, the Jetpack Cats as a whole, got stronger and kind of kind of rose to that level. So anyways, moving on here, guys. Uh, wild card's very interesting. Let's go to the quarterfinals. we got eight matches to recap here. We'll start off uh, actually with what happened last night. It was Eclipse versus One Last Ride. Eclipse with a big upset victory. Not just winning it, but winning in a 4-0 sweep controlling performance from Eclipse. BD years take a 4-1 victory over Prodigious. Tough luck 4-0 over Instalock in what had to have been the most awkward moment of Spex's life. Uh, commit 4-0 over Infius Gaming. <laughs> He's wearing the sweatshirt. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, Karma loses to Undead Battery 4-1. Illusion takes care of Careless Pandas 4-1. Holy Jalapenos 4-2 in the closest quarterfinal match against Maelstrom. And the big upset that I think caught everybody off guard, 4-0 Jetpack Cats over number one seed Vitamin C. Jetpack Cats, a team not anybody, again, gave any chance in round one even. Like the only person who stood behind them conveniently subbed for them. But also, it is UNPC. And I even you didn't predict this. You didn't see it. I didn't this I didn't really. I wanted to see it. I really did. I thought it could happen. But I, I didn't it didn't have a very good chance of happening. But it happened. It uh, happened. I mean, this this shows about like we we talk a lot about parody in the harmony tier and really, you know, vitamin C just they kept saying, Well, we didn't practice for two weeks. Well that that's your own that's your own fault. I mean you thought, oh, Jetpack Cats, it's a pushover. We could just we could just sleep in and show up, you know, on game day and expect to win. And that's what happens. Um, you, you can't you can't take anything for granted, not even the Jetpack Cats, not not the fighting potatoes, not not the comets, none of it. You you have to you have to prepare, you have to practice. And that was vitamin C. Vitamin C lost that game on their own. 
Now that being said, Jetpack Cats did play out of their minds. Oh, uh, Michelin Man, they were they were pretty insane. They did mm-hmm. some really good work on that game, but uh, you know, Vitamin C just didn't prepare. It was the biggest joke job I've ever seen. If I'm being perfectly honest with you, from Vitamin C, they're a more talented team than Jetpack Cats. They are. They just choked. Uh, it's the biggest choke job I've I've seen in this community ever, uh, especially in the playoffs. Like, there's just there's no way a team like that should be losing in that situation. They have all the chips in their favor. They're the number one seed. They had two weeks to prep for this, and Jetpack Hash just came in, and not, and it's not just choking in a sense that they lost. It was four three. I'd, I'd I'd at least say okay, you showed up. You had a bad game. That happens. You didn't even show up. Vitamin C, or kudos to Jetpack Cats for taking it to him. Uh, honestly, O is insane. O outdueled the Vitamin C DPS all day. Oh. Uh, Specs, thoughts? Jetpack Cats didn't win that game. Vitamin C threw it. You don't scrim for three weeks. What do you expect? Like, it, it, they just hard threw. There was no synergy. There was no real grasp of the meta at that point. Jetpack Cats just showed up, and it was enough that night. I I don't know if it necessarily translates into their upcoming match here. Um, I, I think this speaks more to vitamin C not showing up, not screaming, thinking they could just walk through everything, to be completely honest. What do you think, Nick? I kind of have to agree with Specs. Um, I really don't want to take away anything from Jetpack Cats because, I mean, you know, the wins are when they capitalized, they did what they had to do, and, you know, they advanced, vitamin C didn't. But I think it was more of vitamin C throwing the opportunity to advance rather than, uh, you know, Jetpack Cats doing anything different. I mean, they they played well. They played really well. But uh, like Spec said, I mean, you don't scrim for two, three weeks. You can't go into a playoff match expecting uh, expecting miracles to happen at that point. So we've talked about this one at length. Anything else from this first round, guys? I will say the Eclipse winning 4-0 over one last ride. A little bit surprising. I know you guys all picked against one last ride, but did all of you expect it to be a 4-0? No, no. Yeah. That was that was a huge sweep <laughs> by Eclipse. Eclipse. Eclipse won that one. I mean, you know, we talk about the Jetpack Cats kind of, you know, vitamin C through that game, but Eclipse won that game. As much as it pains me to say it, the employee of the month, Cryptic Force, his shields were on point, his accretions were on point. There was a lot of times he saved retreating DPS from, from certain death um there was it was just a lot of play just the 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 shield toggling between the main tank and and the uh you know the orissa and the sigma and just like all all of their work was very coordinated there were a lot of huge pulls that made uh you know bray i think was on was on orissa a lot of pulls that pulled everything together for uh for the um sigma's ultimate whatever that's called um you know death blossoms uh Graviton Flux, thank you so Gravitics. much. Gravitics? No, Gravitics. Gravitic Flux. I don't know. It's late. It's past my bedtime. I know it's not a Reinhardt ability, so you're okay, not sure. Boomer. But Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, it's just, it, there, was, there was just a lot of good synergy, a lot of good teamwork happening there. And, you know, one last ride, you know, they, they tried their best. They didn't, they didn't throw the game, but Eclipse won it on their own. <laughs> Specs. You had some. You were throwing some. Uh, throwing some heat there. You expected this, huh? The exact. Uh, I mean, I have two words to describe this game, and it's uh, dramatic and irony. That's it. Well, it was one last ride for one last ride, indeed. Uh, 
but that being said, uh, let's, uh, well, we have a little segment for teams who are no longer with us. We only have eight teams left in the community uh, that are still playing and vying for the Season 3 championship in two tiers. We'll have two champions, but we did just lose 12 teams. So, you all will mm. truly be missed. No, you won't. <laughs> I heard that Karma hangs out with the hottest dudes. <laughs> it, uh, it it depends think, on the copy yeah. pasta. There you go. And, you know, I don't care. I'm not one to judge. Y'all can do what you want. But anyways, that's we bid those teams adieu. Hopefully, we'll see you guys at least stick around for season four. We understand if you don't want to, especially after that. But hey, we like to have fun here. <laughs> so moving on then to honestly the thing that i'm sure a lot of you are here for and that's the end of season awards but a long season culminating to these playoffs but for a lot of players uh, they've kind of stood out on an individual level either as a player in game as a good sport as a community contributor however they are this is our opportunity to recognize them the nominations were collected for members of the community the votes were taken uh, from our team leadership and these votes were tallied compiled into the awards you're seeing here each of the awards will be presented as this there will be the list of nominees we'll show you the top two and then the winner so with no further ado we're going to start off uh again these awards are also named after season two's winners um so we're going to start off with the one tier that isn't or the one uh winner that isn't in a tier uh, it's the NPC award, which goes to the biggest uh, or the best uh, community contributor uh, that is not in the admin team. So it's a person who is contributing to it without being recognized as like an official authority figure for the community. Uh, so uh, without further ado, here's that. Uh, we have five nominees. Again, there's Imperse. We have Specs. Uh, we have Door. We have Harmony Giant. And we have Kingdom. Our final two were Specs and Door. And your NPC award winner, season three, is Specs. So I, I, I frankly, I frankly am shocked because I thought everybody thought he was on the admin. Yeah, team. I'm pretty sure everybody thought he was on the admin team. Yeah. So, so. um, any thoughts from you guys on this one? I'm just gonna say Imperse got robbed. It's just mm. my feeling on that. Uh, mm -hmm. I think Specs would probably agree that Imperse got robbed. What do you no no specs? Negative. You deserve Negative. this. You deserve this. I, I'd like to thank thank all my fans, especially on Twitter at uh, specsgg on Twitter. <laughs> I'm a great follow. Let's just be honest. Um, you know, some some family friendly tweets, never controversial. Always, you know, there for the people. So, you know, just thank you, Richard so, Lewis himself. Yeah. So, Nick, what do you what do you think? <laughs> In purse, um. If you're watching this, whenever you watch this, I'm sorry that you were robbed of this award. Um, someone else that I feel should have maybe been nominated for uh, the podcast he was doing, the beat drop, is Chikohai. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, you know, it's some pretty good stuff that he was doing there in the early on in the season. Yeah, I think Chikohai and Imperse, I mean, Harmony Giants, you know, Harmony Giant didn't really contribute much in the form of content, but he contributed a lot to our Discord's environment. So shout out to him, too. Uh, but we have a lot of awards, so we're not going to spend too much of a further time. We're going to start now in the Discord tier. And we will start off with the best main tank. This is the Silent Monkey Award from Season 2. 
Your Discord tier nominees were Juco High from Prodigious Cryptic Force from Eclipse, HQC from Meteors, Modern Lion from One Last Ride, and Sir Andy from Commit. And your top two, HQC and Sir Andy, with the winner, Sir Andy, and from Commit. Don't think anybody was surprised. This is actually by far the biggest margin of victory of any tank on the list, uh, or of any player in any of the categories. Uh, he had 80% of the vote. So uh, definite uh, dominant performance there from uh, Sir Andy. I don't think anybody would call that into question. So um, let's just move right to off-tank then. Off-tank, Kingdom Award. Uh, we have Kingdom from Tough Luck. My Big Marf from Commit. Booth from Invictus. Jet from Instalock. And Cool Sam from the Meteors. Your top two were Cool Sam and Marf. And your winner is My Big Marf, who was on Commit at the time this poll was taken. There, I got the one shot in today. Now I feel good. Nice. Uh, you had to get one. You had to get one shot in. Uh, so my big Marv wins the best off tank, much to chat chagrin. <laughs> the yeah, best part yeah, about there needs to be a recount on that one. I... <laughs> the best part about this, Marv plays Orissa, and he plays Sigma. Just he's the best flex tank now. That uh, Marv. <laughs> okay, Kingdom was robbed. Hashtag King Boom is robbed. Okay, all right, we'll just get that out. Uh, all right, let's go back. To, let's go continue on now. We have the Projectile DPS Award or the Smugs Award. We have Smugs for Tough Luck, Axiom from Commit, Rocket from Eclipse, Pyro from Meteors, Poggers from Harmony in Chaos. Came down to Smugs and Pyro, and your winner is Pyro from the Meteors. Mm. Taking down Smugs, last year's MVP and award winner i figured this one might be a little controversial for you guys do you have any thoughts on that i don't know after the results from the last one and the results from this one i think maybe people are afraid to vote for the same person two years in a row if you know it's the kingdom award you're gonna hesitate before voting for kingdom you're gonna think you know what let's let somebody else win this time uh, maybe you know what i'm saying when you when you see when you see things that you think oh this this person was robbed or this person was close I, I could I could see that. I mean, when you've got two or three people that are right there up in the top together, eh, Smugs won last year. Let's give it to somebody else. I could see it. Well, I think Smugs has less of a public profile this season. Mm. Even though he's an admin, at least his player ability has less of a public profile. And I just think that's kind of a, a sad result of some lacking feature matches, honestly. I think that's been a big problem for them. Um, so... Uh, I do think that honestly, Rocket probably could have been top two here too. I think you could make an argument for Rocket over either of them. I don't necessarily think it's perfect, but I could maybe see that. Do you guys think anything about this here? Yeah, I think Rocket's more of a hit scan player. To be completely honest, um, he he's he's playing the the Reaper right now in comps, so it's. I mean that definitely skews it just with the meta. Um, there's but no, there's no definition on what plays what in this meta. That's the hard yeah, part. Uh, that's the that's hard true. part about the way our awards are designed for this season. Is that nobody plays hit scans anymore. Doesn't hit scan is meaningless. It's dead. So on that note, best hit scan, Peter Six G huh. Award. We have Shiro from Commit, J Vice from Meteors, Legolas One Last Ride, Melts from Invictus, and Soli from Infius Gaming. Is Genji a hit scan? Yeah, I know. Came down to Shiro I mean, and J-Vice, and your winner was Shiro from Commit. Well, I mean, Melts did win the Harmony tier uh, 
uh, mid-season. Widow, uh, the mid the one v one. So don't forget that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, hit scan's kind of hard. I think it's just more of a testament to Shiro as a player. I think than anything else right now. I would put him over anybody on that list. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Um, yeah, congrats Shiro on your award there. Uh, next one is Discord tier support. That is the Arise Award. We have Veets from Tough Luck, Koro from Commit, Unkempt from One Last Ride, Arise from the Meteors, and Sacred Walrus from Instalock. It came down to Veets and Arise. Was NPC right? This time he wasn't. It was Arise from the Meteors, oh. taking it as the second year in a row. Best support. So might sounds like it might be a surprise. I don't know about this one, Chief. You don't know about this one? You think should have been Veets? I'm slightly biased, you know, being his support partner here, but I, <laughs> I think there's just significantly... I, I, It's not taken away from Arise. I think there's just four or five support players that are above him at this point. Oh, wow, um, four or five. This this isn't a 2800 or a 2650 league anymore. Community. Community. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not a 2650 community anymore. You know, he's he's playing at a high, higher level competition. He's still a very, very solid player. Um, I, I just don't know if he's the best support currently. Um, I, I think there's still an argument that could be made for it. He's, um, he's in the top five, yeah. Uh, but. I will say that I, I think, honestly, there should be more thought talk about Koro from, uh, from Commit. Their Lucio play has been a linchpin of that team. Like it's been a really solid piece of that team. I think Coro is a severely underrated uh, support player. What do you think, guys? I th I think I some think... of it comes to, especially for me. Like I don't play in Discord tier, so I'm not too familiar with all those players. So Arise was a familiar face for me. Um, but but I, I agree. I it, it's it's a tough call. I I personally probably would have. Don't hate me, but I would have voted against him just be for that reason I mentioned before. I just I don't I want to see somebody else win, you know. I think a lot of it does come down to name recognition. Um, people to see arise on there probably just kind of, you know, for better or for worse, just kind of select him as as their top pick or one of their top picks and whatever it may be. But um, I don't think anyone disagrees that Coral is a little bit underrated in terms of you know how f maybe not flashy or anything like that, but he's just such a good player. On top of that, too, I think just the main support role in Discord as a whole is very thin. I think there's three or four main supports that are kind of head and shoulders above everyone else. So, you want to name them? Yeah, do it. I can do it. Do it. I'm, I'm one of them. Um, let, let's let's be honest. Um, but shut uh, this October. man down. Shut <laughs> this man Thanks down. Thanks for joining, everybody. We'll next, see you next week. Next, Jesus. Next, Jesus. Next. Good lord. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us on the Iris this week, guys. Uh, all right. I wanted to see if you would name yourself. That was the only reason. Oh, absolutely. Only reason. All right. Move on then. Timojo Award. We have Specs from Tough Luck. We have Ice from Commit. We have Smirk from Invictus. Timojo from Ulta 4. And Holly from the Meteors. It came down to, oh no, it's Specs again. Oh god, oh no. And Ice, but thankfully for all of us, Ice won this award from Commit. <laughs> so congratulations to Ice on this one. That makes four 
awards for commit out of the first six categories here. I don't know if you guys knew this, but commit's really good. Mm. Um, kind of breaking news there. Um, maybe catching. I think the Jetpack Cats can take them. <laughs> I'm gonna call that bet. You made that face last week, Specs. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's there's bold predictions, and then there's insanity. Like I don't know what you put in your rogue energy this morning, but you get ten percent off. By the way, if you use the code online NPC. Yeah, yeah, use the code NPC to get 10% off. Uh, anyways, uh, let's move on then. Uh, most improved player in Discord. Uh, we have Melts from Invictus. We have Specs from Tough Luck. Bandito from Prodigious. Mr. Trippy Cow from Instalock. And Bubbers from Eclipse. It came down to Specs and Melts. And your winner is Specs from Tough Luck. Oh, you hate uh, to see it. You hate to see it. I know chat is up in arms right now, and Specs is loving every second of it. Look Love at that this. face. Look at that face. Oh, my Lord. Um, I mean, I'm I'm only up 1,400 SR from the start of, you know, Trank this season. It's fine. It's fine. Literally boosted. Yeah. Literally boosted. Yeah, Bo- boosted monkey. I know. It's, you know, solo queuing all season. It's been, it's been a great boost. I can't have to say <laughs> it. So, but uh, no. Really happy with improvement I've made individually, but uh, at the end of the day, these awards are nice to have on the cabinet, but they're not what we're fighting for towards the end of the season here. So definitely take it, but uh, keep looking forward for the team. You know, no specs. Specs. I I will say memes aside, specs has improved a lot this season. He's gone from an absolute joke to at least an acceptable Lucio. So yeah, that's re- really if you're an acceptable Lucio, you can climb to like four point two k right now. So. It's um, just kind of an honest fact of where the meta's at. So, no. Good job, Specs. Congratulations on your second award. Uh, let's move on then. Wait, to... wait, 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 wait. Does this mean we have two awards named after Specs next no, year? No, no, no. Specs no, no, no. can only keep one. Specs can otherwise, there would have been two awards okay. named after okay. me. Okay. So... I wouldn't be able to handle that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Specs won the award that Specs. also was named after me. Yes. But I had to give it to the runner up. Yep. Yeah. So... yep. so, odds are he's going to give up one of those two. And I think I know which one he's going to give up. We'll see. Anyways, Sportsmanship Award. We have the Sneaky Kittens Award. <coughs> Excuse me. We have Booth, Cool Sam 69, O Stories, Juco High, and HQC. Your top two were Cool Sam and HQC, both from the Meteors. Apparently, Meteors are full of good sports. And the winner is Cool Sam 69 from the Meteors. I think- I'm, I'm glad to see Cool Sam win that. Mm-hmm. I, I think he was kind of robbed a little bit of the, uh, the off tank. I mean, maybe not the best, but he's definitely top two, top three, and and I like to see him get some recognition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely think as a contributor and as a good, as a good dude, definitely deserves some recognition. I don't think anybody anybody will question that. Uh, last, certainly not least, we have your Discord tier coach for season three. We named this one the Nerdables Award. We didn't have a previous award for it. I went with Nerdables. Oh, Makes sense. Yeah, no question. Hans from Tough Luck, Dunzo from Meteors, High Newt from One Last Ride, Dim Tree, and Handy Fab. Your top two were Ons and Dunzo, and your winner is Ons from Tough Luck. Uh, coaching in tough in Discord tier was honestly kind of rough. There was not really very many coaches. That said, I, I think Specs, you can speak to how useful Ons been for you guys. He's absolutely contributed to me climbing. Um, incredible, 
incredible mind for the game. Um, he he's been around the community or the Overwatch community in general very early on. He's been in GM for a while. Um, very very good player, and don't know where he'd be without him. So, uh, I mean, if he can keep all those big personalities together, I mean. <laughs> You know, somehow, he's win somehow he's manages win to do that. I can't believe it. Yeah. All right. It's hard. it's hard. That's the end of our Discord tier awards, guys. Let's go to the Harmony tier. We're going to start with the main tank Silo Monkey Award. We have Teractin from Undead Battery, Crispy from Maelstrom, Stinky Pants from Karma, Yeti from Carol's Pandas, and Player from Illusion. Your top two were Crispy from Maelstrom and Yeti from Carol's Pandas. And your winner was Yeti from the Carol's Pandas. Ooh. Wow. I think maybe a bit of a surprise because he didn't really play a whole heap at the end of the season, but you have to think his early season impacts were really felt throughout the season, really made an impact on that team. And then when they were missing him, they really were hurting. Wow. Uh, what do you, you it's, it's kind of interesting. NPC, I know you kind of must feel robbed here. No. <laughs> I kind of feel robbed. No. Uh, I feel I feel like Crispy is is robbed a little bit because I mean his main tank has been very solid all season long. He played every game, and you know he he got the most number one votes uh, at the mid season awards. Um, and I just happened to get it because of the the volume of number two place awards. So I, I feel like you know Crispy being nominated second place again and then losing to somebody who didn't play half the season. That's gotta feel bad. Um, nothing against Yeti. I think Yeti does fantastic work when he plays, and he's he's been playing well. We we get to see it in that DDoS match. Um, but I, I just I feel I feel really bad for Crispy. I really do because he's he's a fantastic fantastic main tank. Uh, I'm gonna say that the tank who's been most impactful this season is not, neither of them. I think it's Teractin. I think once Teractin showed up on the Undead Battery, that team's turned over turn a corner. Like since he's been added to that team, they've been a different team. And we've seen a lot of their players really step up. And I think it's worth mentioning that Teractin deserves a ton of credit. Even though his preference is to play Reinhardt in a non-Reinhardt meta, he still shines with leadership and just with poise. He's got a good competitive spirit. He knows what he's doing. I think Teractin deserves a ton of credit. Oh, definitely. Let's move on here, guys. Uh, Speaking of impactful additions, by the way, I called this right away when... He showed up onto that team. Player, one of the best midseason additions for a team. Helped Illusion kind of turn a corner as well, I think, and become an even better squad than they were before. I th- would you agree with that, Nick? 100%. Um, Missile was a really great player for us and a huge part of our, our, our success last season. Um, you know, him having to step down was unfortunate, but the fact that we had Player there to you know, take the mantle of, of being just that full-time main tank was, was insane. Um, and we feel it like every game, um, you know, a bit of underrated leadership that he brings to the team as well. Um, doesn't make flashy plays, but makes the smart plays. All right, let's go to off tank before check. It's riots a little harder. Uh, best off tank kingdom award, Ma- Mountainfall from Maelstrom, Rubix from Alta 4, Novermack from Vitamin C, Impurse Undead Battery, and Noshimo from the Jetpack Cats came down to Noramac and Impurse. And your winner, I think deservedly so, is Noramac from Vitamin C. Um, Noramac played every off tank at the best level in the tier. And I, I, I think there are other tanks who individually on certain heroes, you could say, yeah, they played very well. 
but Noramak was the best all season. Um, honestly, one of the most stable linchpin pieces of that vitamin C roster. Some would say the only stable. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Impress, great, great off tank. Uh, I feel like excellent candidate for the most improved category, but um, you know when you're talking about somebody that played main tank cons- or off tank consistently all season and every off tank possible, Normac for sure. I can see that. All right, projectile DPS, the Smugs Award. No, I will not do an automatic update. We have Polar from Vitamin C, Splinter from Karma, Bard from Boop, Kurt from Illusion, and Show from the Minty Hippos. Your top two were Kurt and Splinter. And your winner is Kurt from Illusion. Took down the mid-season DPS award, and he takes down the end-of-season DPS award. Nick, I think you would probably agree on this one. Definitely uh, the right choice. Hands down the right choice. Um... If if Kurt did not win that, I was I was I would riot on stream. All right then. Yep. <laughs> like you That's... alone would riot on on stream. Yep. Let's do it. I don't know how, but I would. So, and by the way, if you're saying why wasn't this person nominated, I asked for everybody to put in, put in their nomination. So if they didn't get nominated, it's on you guys, not me. I didn't pick the nominees. So just keep that in mind next time. Uh, moving on then here, guys. Out of projectile, let's go to the Hitscan Award. Hitscan, Peter 6G Award, Frosty from the Pacified Pythons, Klaus from Minty Hippos, Mallard from Holy Jalapenos, Land Vetter from Karma, Triage from Maelstrom. It came down to Land and Triage, and your winner was Triage from Maelstrom. Triage, definitely one of the big pieces of that Maelstrom roster that had so much success, especially early on this season. Guys, any thoughts on this one here? This one was a very close vote. Uh, we had three or four of these all within a couple votes of each other. So. Uh, it's it's tough to play a Widowmaker in, in the current meta, in the meta that we basically had all season long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that I, I think that contributes a lot to, to these players seeing land and, and triage actually pull it off. You know, um <laughs> it's it's just so hard to play Widowmaker and play that hit scan DPS in the double shield. So we saw a lot of hit scan DPS going over to like Reaper or uh Symmetra or something like that. And it's just seeing them do that, I think I think that's that's why we voted for them. Uh to see them pull off that Widowmaker and do it so well. We definitely saw more Widowmakers in the Harmony tier, too. And I think that just speaks to maybe less comfort in the meta. Certainly. Uh, could be. Um, I think there's definitely argument for Landvetter. You know, he mm-hmm. was pretty much the best Widowmaker all season in the Harmony tier. Um, but I, I think uh, you could have gone either way with either of those. And again, this was the closest one. We had th- uh, four players all within two votes of each other. So mm. that gives you an idea wow. of how close this one was. Um go to the uh, Arise Award. Best support. This one was Cryogenics from Karma, Your Teammate from DDoS, Sushi from Vitamin C, Crossfade from Maelstrom, and Sneaky Kittens from Biting Potatoes. <coughs> it came down to Sushi and Cryogenics. And your winner was both of them. That's right. Ooh. We had a tie. This was a the only tie award. It goes to both Cryogenics and Sushi. <coughs> This one was interesting. Uh, they've kind of been tied together 
all season and identified all season as the top supports in the tier. And it's kind of indicative in the success that their teams did have, although let's not talk about how, you know, both of them are now going to be watching the semifinals. Um, it's kind of indicative of how much success they had as players in their teams. But what, what do you, what do you guys think on this one? If you had to pick one of the two, who are you picking? Cargenics. Easy. Cargenics. Nick, any thoughts? Sh- struggling? Sushi. I think, I think sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think legitimately, like, I think, the right way to pick this is just to flip a coin. <laughs> it felt wrong to rob one of them, honestly. Like I was thinking uh, uh, about how uh, to yeah, pick on, on a random chance coin. Yeah. Uh I, I went with I went with Cryogenics because I feel like his his support style was a little bit more traditional. I, I should say, you know, it, it plays around just about every kind of team. Uh whereas Sushi's playstyle is significantly more aggressive and does a little bit more uh, I want to. I don't want to say out of position, but uh, alternate positioning plays that sometimes can put your team in danger. So that's mm. that's kind of the reason I would go Cryogenics because his, his support play is really consistent and stable, and he could just pick up with any stack of five and play the same. Sushi seemed to play best with his team, and that's fantastic. But when you're in ranked matchmaking, you know, or or whatever, it's a little bit different. There's a lot of talented players on that list there too. By the way. Uh, your teammate, amazing. Sneaky Kittens, in very good support. Uh, Crossfade, hell yeah. Mm. Like, I would take all five of them on my team in an instant. Um, really, really talented supports in Harmony tier. Uh, those five are just great examples of the quality that we have there. So, amazing, amazing stuff, guys. Good work, everybody. Um, next is offensive support in the Harmony tier, the Tobojo Award. We have Mix Ready from DDoS, Capital from Vitamin C, Demo from Undead Battery, Needle, that's a lot of ols from uh, Holy Jalapenos, and Holy Honey from Illusion. It came down to Mix and Capital, and your winner is Capital from Vitamin C. Now, honestly, real talk here, I'm pretty sure this award came down to whichever Lucio feeds the most. And really, the fact that Needle wasn't considered uh, uh, on there as well, given that is probably an, is an interesting thing, too. Um, but basically, the Lucio Feed Award went to Capital. Uh, Mix also feeding Lucio and Needle also feeding Lucio. Guys, uh, what do you think here? Uh, feeding Lucio Awards here. Interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, I can, I, can, I, can see, I can see a feeding Lucio. Cryptic Force told me, he said... He said, Reinhardt is a dive tank if you feed hard enough. And that's, that's true with just about every hero. That is so, the most cryptic force thing I've ever heard in my life. That hurts. <laughs> All of that hurts. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. And, you know, like with Lucio, you know, like you said, it's an offensive, offensive award. And in the meta we've got where you want to play Lucio a little bit more... I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure chat just heard you say that and everybody all at once at home went, mm-hmm, yeah, that's, yeah, sounds like cryptic, yeah. That sounds, yeah, right. that sounds, yeah. Like, sounds, sounds that like cryptic, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, Lucio's always going to be viable in whatever meta it ever is. Um, just the, if you're using your, your abilities correctly, it's smart. That being said, these three hurt to watch play at times. We'll, we'll be honest. Um, but uh, if we're talking about feeding Lucio's, yeah, Capital takes it for sure. 
Oh yeah, Capital for sure. I, I was surprised to see Honey on the list. Uh, she's a great support player, but I don't see her as an offensive support. Ooh. There's nothing offensive about Honey whatsoever. We're just gonna ignore you know, Nick's response. No, <laughs> Nick, Nick is like, wait, 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 wait. Her battle mercy is top tier. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. And all right. I, I'm going to point you, out Mallard again taking expert level shots, uh, this time in Twitch chat, saying, Today I learned that best means no playoff wins. So, uh, rip to mix and capital on that one. Uh, ouch. That one stings a little. Uh, let's move on then. We're going to go to the uh, Sportsmanship Award in the Harmony tier. Again, the Sticky Kittens Award. We have Beth Khan from the Holy Jalapenos, Solitary Bird from Fighting Potatoes, Nick from Illusion, Kuchikopi from Undead Battery, and Cinnamon from the Jetpack Cats. It came down to Beth Khan and Solitary Bird, and your winner is Beth Khan from the Holy Jalapenos. I think everybody can speak in general that Beth is an enjoyable person to play with or against, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Was Nick, Nick was Nick robbed? You're great, Nick. Nick, you weren't robbed. Not even close. No, not even <laughs> I close. Didn't, I, didn't, I don't think so. <laughs> even Nick himself. Now, now, the photograph of Nick. Now, that's top tier. Yes. Well, I, I don't know why it wasn't nominated. That should have been the nomination. The that should have been the real He's wearing nominee. The same shirt. He's wearing the same shirt. He right is. Now. I actually just overlaid the photo. <laughs> and it, it, there's some there's some lighting, no difference there's some lighting no difference. differences there's some lighting differences but it, it works it works so yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the photograph of nick okay top tier <laughs> top tier podcast memes guys top tier podcast memes all right let's move on then uh next on the list is the most improved player in harmony tier <coughs> we have crispy from maelstrom delivery from jetpack cats impers from undead batteries kurt from illusion and your teammate from ddos Came down to crispy and imperse, and your winner was imperse. Again, crispy comes in second, but imperse the improvement this season. I I don't know if necessarily this is much of an improvement as a player that I'm seeing in imperse, but I'm seeing leadership improvement in getting that team together. I, I can see some eyes rolling from specs though. Imperse, I love the dude. Really good player, but he's always kind of been known as a good player. I mean, he would have had to go to the best player in the tier for me, in my opinion, to be most improved. Um, for me, though, compliment. Okay. I mean, as a leader, <laughs> as a leader, absolutely. That's that's invaluable. Absolutely critical to a team success. Um, just as a, as a player, I don't know if that's the that's it for me. I I think Crispy was kind of in the same boat. He he went from one level in season two to another level in season three, but I didn't see like an arc during season three where he like got better and got better and got better. He played well consistently, mm -hmm. better better than he did in season two, but well consistently. I think Imperse, it's, it's a little bit of the leadership qualities, but I feel like when he joined Undead Battery, he was kind of so-so, but being in the leadership position, being with that team, it it, it propelled him and he, he started growing that first, you know, five weeks that he was with the team. So. In, Imper stonks rose as the season went on. Crispy stocks just were already high. He was like Microsoft. He was already right here. Crispy was kind of like a Facebook thing. Like he came, or not Crispy, sorry. Uh, Imper is kind of like a Facebook thing. He, he started really low and he started climbing up, climbing up, climbing up, climbing up throughout the season. And it's not just, it's the notoriety thing. Imper's so, in the chat. It's tomorrow morning yeah. for Imper's right exactly. now. Exactly. It is tomorrow the thing morning. Is He's in Japan Imperse right now. is a time traveler. Um, the thing is, like, I kind of agree in the sense that, like, Impers, like, he's climbed in terms of how good he's been, but he's reached a point where at mid-season, 
like uh, he's cap like there i would say like he's improved from the beginning to now but has there been an improvement since midseason up until now I, no because he's just that good of a player my person who i actually think i robbed is your teammate I was going to say Absolutely. that. Mm-hmm. Like your teammate, I think is is legit. There's a case that could be made for him as being one of the best supports in Harmony tier right now. Um, he went from the beginning of the season or the end of last season, I should say. He went from being kind of a mid tier support on a low tier team to being one of the best supports in the whole tier on a team on a playoff team. Like he was a integral part of the success that DDoS did have. He was a vocal leader. I think I think your teammate is is kind of getting robbed today, and I hope when people are voting their all star picks, I thought your teammate. I'm gonna put my official endorsement out for your teammate. There's only six support slots. I suggest one of them be your teammate, not actually your teammate. You can't vote for your teammate, but you can vote for your teammate. Anyway, aha, clear, perfect, yes, Boom. perfectly clear. Boomer jokes, baby. Boomer jokes. <laughs> Shut up, specs. <laughs> uh, you. I'm a zoomer technically. It's fucking fine. Zoomers, I swear to God. All right, let's move on then. Last but certainly not least, we have your Harmony Tier Coach Award. Your Coach Award is Smugs from Karma, Chaplin from Maelstrom, Spooderman from the Holy Jalapenos, Titan Man from Undead Battery, and Roman from Careless Pandas. It came down to Smugs from Karma and Chaplin from Maelstrom. And the winner is Chaplin from Maelstrom. Now, Chaplin coached the team uh, that shall not be named last season, uh, and this season continued to coach for them. Oh. I'm not <laughs> not trying to say anything, but it's clear that there was some obvious improvement with those players. So, uh, Chaplin, definitely a big part of that team. There's a lot of good coaches in the Harmony tier, for the record. A lot of good coaches in the Harmony tier. Like I think that's one thing that can't be overlooked is you know discord tier there was a lack of coaching depth harmony tier there was a lot of coaching depth um i think a legitimate case could be made for all five of those coaches to be the top coach to me the best coach isn't even there so who's the best coach i think it's prox absolutely think it's prox prox for illusion yeah absolutely nick do you feel the same way Listen, there, there was one reason that I didn't bring it up, and it's not because I doubt Prox. Prox is amazing, and he's helped us be where we are right now. It's the fact that we haven't utilized him as much as we should have. Sure. Sure. Um, I'm going to give my shout-out to Smugs. He's a big piece of keeping Karma together this season, so uh, Smugs deserves a ton of credit as a coach uh, for helping us get to the success that we did have getting to the third seed. Now, granted, both the top two coaches didn't result in any playoff wins, so both Smugs and Chaplin can enjoy the rest of the playoffs from the Best clubhouse means here. no playoff wins. Yes. But, well, actually, Smugs can continue to enjoy the semifinals as a player, but, you know. Uh, anyways, you know, that's how these things go sometimes. Yeah. All right. Last, that's, that's the final award in the Harmony tier, guys. That is the end of all of the awards. Congratulations to all of our award winners. We do still have the All Stars. They're still being voted on. If you haven't voted and you are an, you finish the season or are currently an active player on a team, you can vote for All Stars in your tier. To reiterate, you cannot vote for one of the players on your team. You can vote for your teammate, the player, your teammate, but you cannot for a teammate player. Unless you're on your teammate's team. Yes. <laughs> so that, that was for Smacks right there. <laughs> All right, guys. 
let's go ahead and talk about the thing that you're actually here for. So let's face it, there are 24 teams that aren't playing anymore, guys. Some of these teams maybe not by they've been not playing for a while. Some of these teams just recently. You're probably wondering how can I be a part of Tranquility in season four? Well, if you're interested in that still. Make sure you're mentioning it to Calf. Make sure you're mentioning it to Thug, depending on the tier you're looking at. You know, yeah. we're not really get, taking official applications yet, but something to look at, something to start talking about, plan things out. What I bet you really want to know about is what SRs are going to be how you for each tier. Well, I prepared some slides to show you that, a nice little slides. presentation. Oh, okay. um, we're going to make sure that these get clipped out so we can post them, so people can see them on demand. Um, but anyways, here are the slides. So here are the big changes for Season 4. First off, Qualifying SR will be based on your cap, your season's peak SR, not current. To reiterate, it will be based on the current season peak, not your current SR. That is an important distinction. The idea behind this is to eliminate any question of somebody throwing their SR down to a qualifying level. You will be using your cap only. If your SR in the past five seasons exceeds a tier ceiling, you can no longer play in that tier. So if in season 16, you had an SR at 3050, and season 16 is within five seasons. This includes the current season. You cannot play in the Harmony tier anymore. So again, the idea behind that is that way it avoids the idea of throwing. It avoids the idea of people who shouldn't be playing in that tier playing in that tier. We want people to play where they should be playing, not where they shouldn't be. Here's the biggest change. You can roll lock to a specific roll SR. We will explain that in a few minutes here. So let's move on through the slides. Season 4 tier breakdown. We have the Harmony tier is remaining the exact same. No changes. The Discord tier, we're opening it up a little bit. 3,000 is the base. 3,800 was the high end with a max average at 3,400. The Transcendent tier is our new tier that is our open tier. The minimum tier average. Again, to reiterate, the minimum tier tier average or for the team for that team average for that tier is 3401 you can play in the open tier with a lower sr if you want but your team average has to exceed 3401 reason why is we don't want you getting stumped shouldn't need to explain that so okay anyway. that everyone's my hopes i was gonna, I was gonna yeah i know <laughs> Specs, you have something to say? If you're under 30... <sighs> if you're under... I, I want to say if you're under 3,400 and playing in Transcendent, evaluate some things there. Yeah, I have questions. I'll, I'll leave that there. Yeah. So anyways... Yeah. Here are the SR lock rules here, guys. So this is the key thing. So you can lock your SR in as one of two ways. Either you can lock in as a flex player, which is your highest peak SR, similarly to how it currently works. You use your current SR... And that's how you lock in. So this one next season is for your peak. Your peak, your highest SR across all three roles. You lock in with that. You can play all three roles. You're, however, the secondary way to lock in next season is the role-specific lock-in. The way that works, you can use your peak SR for only that role. However, let's face it, there is a reasonable level of game sense you acquire playing at higher level matches. 
So in order to accommodate for that, we do have a little bit of a five. It's called the five, the greater than 500 rule. That's what I've called it. So if your peak SR for the locked roll is greater than 500 SR away from your highest peak, your SR is your highest peak minus 500. Sounds a little complicated, but we have examples to show you here. So just stay with me for just a moment while we're looking at that. Here's some examples of SR locking. Player A has three SRs displayed on the screen here. Tank at 2800, DPS at 2600, support at 2900. They want to lock in as a flex role. That player's locked SR is 2900, and they can play any one of those three roles for tranquility matches. Simple enough. Follows the same path we're currently using. Player B has a tank SR of 3100, DPS SR of 2700, and a support SR of 2650. Player B, however, only wants to play support. Their SR locked is then, is, is then locked to 2650, and the player B must play support only throughout their entire time in official Tranquility events. Okay. Then last but certainly not least, player C. Tank SR 3400, DPS SR 2600, support 2700. However, this player only wants to play DPS. Their SR will automatically be locked to 2900. Again, this is due to that greater than 500 rule. The idea is, again, adjusting for game sense. That's the idea behind that. So okay. makes it a little bit harder for GM-level support players to play plat DPS, for instance. Just throwing mm -hmm. examples out there. I'm attacked. So, <laughs> so right. you kind of get what I'm saying there. Uh, on how that would function for a for how SRs are going to be qualifying for this season. We wanted to be a little bit more forgiving on how we get players in. That's why we're doing the roll lock DPS because it encourages players to be able to play in different areas that they wouldn't normally play in and they wouldn't be discouraged from playing in a place where they wanted to work on their tank or they wanted to work on their DPS and they're 400 behind their support, but their support is in Discord, but they know they can't play Discord level DPS. So it gives a little bit more flexibility, and that's how that's going to work. So that is, in the end, how this will all work. Again, guys, I know this might be a little complicated. Um, in the end, it's going to make a lot of sense, and we think it's going to be the best way to handle things. Do any of you three have questions you want me to address here? I, I don't necessarily have a question for you to address, but I, I, thinking about this, I assume that a lot of a lot of team captains and team leaderships are, are listening to this right now, taking mm -hmm. notes. Roll lock is going to be a double-edged sword. Yes, yes, it will allow you to bring in someone that you like to play with you to play with you in that off roll. But if you get into a situation like, for example, say the jetpack cats are in and you have two or three players missing and you have all three support players here and you have all three DPS players and you don't have any tank players, if your players are roll locked, you, you, you forfeit you, you can't you have to forfeit because right. you don't qualify to bring in a sub mm -hmm. because you have six players but your six players are all roll locked yep and you know you, you'll put yourself at a disadvantage that way if you if you have like two or three players that are flex and they're not terribly competent at some other so be very very careful when you pick up a roll locked player make sure right. that it's someone that you you Good know God. you can either rely on to be there every week or you know that everybody else is going to be there every week. Right. You have to be There's... careful. You really have to be careful. Like, and that's going to be the big thing. And honestly, I'm going to highly recommend players. If you're doing a six person roster, you're taking a huge risk to begin with. Something to keep in well, mind. <laughs> not a six player roster, but even if you had, you know, seven or eight, you know, even if you have eight players, when you have right. two of them out, if your other six are roll locked, 
So the, yeah, I mean, the, sorry, go on. I was just gonna add, like, we I think at one point we have like talking about the roster numbers. This makes it even harder. Um, like we're saying, like we had nine ro- we have nine roster players on Illusion, and I think for one of our featured matches, we had to bring in a a ringer. Um, and that's without people being roll locked. So this is gonna take a lot more planning on, on team captains and GM side. There's gonna be a meta game within roster building. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, definitely. Sure. That's 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 what I'm going with here. Roster building, everybody. roster building is going to be way more challenging now. So just uh, something to think about. Like you need to be smart about how you're building your roster. Um, and the key thing is somebody mentioned like the minimums for SRs. So if your players are below the minimum floor, like if you have a silver level player wanting to play at Harmony or a high plat wanting to play in Discord, they can. Their SR is just automatically elevated to whatever level the floor is so if he was 2900 he'd be 3000 lock in if he was 2500 he'd be 3000 if you have a silver player he'd be locked in at 2000 let's call right. it the, the cavalier rule per se <laughs> ouch oh. savage yeah no no i was gonna bring up uh mr trippy cow he, he he joined instalock you know late into the season because they needed a main tank and he was at 2750 something like that right um you know he joined them because they saw potential he played with them a bit and, and now he's at like 3100 Right. So, you know, it's. And just to make know, everybody aware, we are not officially putting teams onto a list yet. There is not an official group of teams that are going to be playing. There are a lot of teams who we don't even know what their intentions are for next season that we're still working on getting. So keep that in mind. If you're a team captain and you haven't communicated what your intentions are to your tier director, you should do that. Highly recommended. What's going to probably happen or what's going to most likely happen is after the season ends, there'll be about a week buffer period where we'll have current teams be able to identify what they're going to be doing. After that, it'll be current league or sorry. Oh, God. Oh, no. Community community players um, who will be able to talk about creating teams and then outside teams. That's more than likely what's going to happen. So, again, if you have an intention of playing or an intention of doing something, you should really let Cav know or Thug know right now. The sooner the better. See, somebody's going to knock. Somebody's going to NPC right now. Somebody's him. knocking on my door. Somebody's I don't knocking know. on his door to tell him what they're going to be doing, which is weird because you should be talking to Thug or Cav, not NPC. Yeah, don't 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 come to me. You can yeah. come to me, but I won't no, be able to do anything. Exactly, Thug or NPC or Thug or Cav, not NPC. Oh, so. it's Alayla. She's here, right in the middle of the podcast. You want to come in and say hello? No. Okay. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really the podcast. <laughs> Oh my, oh my okay, God. fine. I'm sorry, that was amazing. Do, do you want to say hi? No. No. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm only mildly offended. And she locked my dog in here. Now my dog's like looking at the door. That was about as many wins for us. <laughs> that was about as many wins for us as Boop had this season. So. Oh. Oh. Ow. Yeah, she, she can listen to that one later. Uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, guys, again, uh, that is our season four plan right now. Things are always subject to change. I don't see any big changes from what I've just described there. But we're trying to make the community a little bit more accessible to people. And the biggest thing that we want to have happen next season is we're focusing on these shorter seasons that are faster paced, more meaningful games. And really, we want to just kind of like, we want to amp up the hype factors a little bit. Just kind of bring everything to an 11. Shorter seasons, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for the season four changes. And so far, the reception has been almost entirely positive, And I'm really excited to see you guys kind of getting back behind us here. Oh, Nick is gone. Okay, fixing that. 
Um, uh, put the picture. Yeah, we need the picture. So uh, he's back. Um, <laughs> MVP right there. <laughs> but, both tiers. Yeah, both tiers MVP right there. So uh, anyways, guys, we're going to wrap it up here with the predictions of our final four matches here. For the semifinals, we're going to start in the Harmony tier. The Jetpack Cats is the number nine seed. Will the uh, heroic run of the Cats continue against the Holy Jalapenos? Yes, it will. <laughs> you think? Yes, it will. You see, you're calling it? I believe in you, Cats. I'm waiting for you to rip off the shirt, but nope, not today. Not, not today. today. Not this today. This is the shirt. This is the shirt. All right, Nick is in here, so let's go Specs. This is going to be a stomp. This is going to be ugly. It's going to be real ugly. What do you mean by that? Oh, jalapenos are going to wipe the floor here. Absolutely. I, I know Yojack back in coaching is, is nice, and Jetpack Cats have had a great run in the playoffs so far. I just don't see this being competitive. You know, now that you've said that, you've spoken into existence. You've awakened, oh, I know. You've awakened the power of hey. anime. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm leaning jalapenos here. It sucks because I'm picking between two of my favorite teams to follow this season. Two of my favorite peoples, groups of peoples. Um uh yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with Holy Jalapenos 4-3 and I'm so sorry. 4-3. I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty good. I think I think the Cats would be happy with that, but I believe. I'm so sorry to 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 I I just I just can't. I feel so bad. We've awakened the power of anime that's now behind them. Yojack, he can bring that team to another championship. So, just saying, never just speak it into existence and it will happen. Illusion taking on Undead Battery, number two seed taking on the number six seed. What do you think here, NPC? You predicted Undead Battery winning the championship before. Are you going to continue to follow through on that? I did. I think they can do it. I think they can do it. Now, here's here's the deal. They don't have Impurse. As far as I know, he will not be back in time for that game. Uh, I believe they've rescheduled it at least once. Um, I don't know if he'll be back in time, but if he's back, they're going to have a lot better chance. It's going to be a lot easier. Not necessarily from his off-tank play, because they've got off-tanks they can fill. But his his, his, his leadership and, and his guidance is something that they, they need. Um, I, I feel like they can do it and they have to stick together. They have to stay positive, And that's something that Impurse helps them do. Um, but as long as they kind of keep their, their themselves like under control and they keep themselves focused, that's how they win this uh, illusion. They're no slouches. They took down vitamin C, um, you know, when, when vitamin C was actually playing. Uh, so I, I think, I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be tough, but I feel like undead batteries can do it. Specs, what do you think? For me, this is very patch dependent if they're the it's tentatively scheduled for wednesday correct uh mm, i think it's I, affirmed for wednesday okay um it depends if that patch comes out tomorrow i think if that patch comes out tomorrow it plays into battery's hands fantastically um you will re- you'll see a return of for reinhardt and with that alone i i think that makes undead scary that being said though i don't know if it's going to be in yet. Um, if it is in battery win, if it's not illusion win, I think it goes six, seven maps though. Either way, uh, Titan Man is a mercy one trick. 
I was told to say that by somebody. Anyways, a little washed. Washed um, mercy. Yeah, one a trick. washed mercy one trick. Anyways, uh, thank you, Tor. Uh, the person that uh, – the team that I think is going to take this is Undead. Um, I think Undead takes this one for two. Um, I just – it's not just the meme of picking against Illusion. Undead really impressed me when we played against them. Um, and Toractin is a huge part of that. But again, it's the succeeded improvement of Crimson that continues to blow my mind on that team. Um, I tried out Crimson twice, and I turned him down. And I honestly regret it. Uh, he has turned into an absolute freaking powerhouse DPS. His Reaper is insane. Uh, he's playing at a top-notch Did level. I just hear you vote against us again, Yeti? No, I never would do that. Uh, <laughs> anyways, moving on then, out of the Harmony tier. You missed the Jetpack Cats and Holy Jalapenos. Who'd you pick? Go. Holy Jalapenos. Um... I think it's gonna be like a four two, four three. I think I think it goes the distance, but I think jalapenos take. All right, that match by the way, Jetpack Cats versus Holy Jalapenos is on the fifth of December, uh, and the Illusion versus Undead Battery is currently scheduled for the eleventh. I'm sorry, the twenty seventh of November. Uh, those are the currently planned days. We will be featuring both of those matches. Uh, Discord tier, we have Meteors taking on Eclipse. Eclipse, will the Cinderella run continue for Eclipse, or do, do they get clipped here? NPC, what do you think? Oh, God. Uh, this one is probably the toughest one for me, because I, I love the Meteors. I've believed in the Meteors since the very, very beginning. But Eclipse are on a hot streak right now. Um, I think what's going to hurt Eclipse is that, from what I understand, they're down to a six-man roster. Maybe they've got one more. But they've they've dropped a couple of players, and I think that that predictability is going to catch up to them here. Um, I'd like Eclipse to win. I really would, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be Meteors. I think it might go the distance, but I think it's going to be Meteors. What do you think, Specs? To me, this is also very meta-dependent. Um, this is leaning towards being on the new patch. I, I would say 99% certainty with that. Um, Eclipse is a very solid team. You force their tanks onto anything besides Orisa Sigma, and there's trouble. And I, I think when it comes down to that tank play where Ryan is going to make a return, um, it's not going to be every map, but even when Ryan's going to be played, period, um, that, that plays in the Meteor's hand significantly more. Um, HQC the, over Cryptic Force on that? I take Jackson, or Courage. You think Courage over... plays uh, the Rhine in that situation? Absolutely. Yeah? Okay. Absolutely. Over HQC. So you think um, Eclipse is going Eclipse is going to play Dive in that situation? Though. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it doesn't, to me, it, it doesn't even matter what main tank they have on Rhine. Um, they just beat Eclipse. Um, you, you put Courage on off tank, he's better than an off tank that Eclipse has. You put him on main tank, he's a better main tank than Eclipse has. I, I Their DPS, I think, will probably be better as well, and then Meteor support line is a, a tier upgrade from Eclipse. Um, Eclipse are very good in this meta. I just don't know how good they're going to be on top of it. I'm going to move the picture of Nick now. Um... <laughs> oh, wait. That's not the real Nick? Oh, okay. Uh, ha ha ha, guys. Um... This one was hard for me. It really was. Uh, I'm going to go Meteors 4-1. 
Uh, I just think Meteors is just a better team. Uh, top to bottom. Um, Eclipse, they've had a good run. They beat one last ride. Surprise one last ride. I think it ends here. I really do, especially on the new patch. I think the new patch spells doom for them. I think once you get, uh, once you get J-Vice, uh, and Pyro on a different heroes, Pyro's Hanzo, we've seen how good his Hanzo is. He's a 3,900 DPS right now. He's better than the DPS we're seeing on, 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 uh, on, uh, so, the Eclipse. So is Rocket, though. I just think, I think Pyro's playing better right now. I really do. We'll see. It's going to be tough. I, I do think 4-1. I really do. Then the match that Spec says will be an easy win for Tough Luck. Nope, no, said no, it no, 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 no. Easy no. 4-0 for Tough Luck nope. over Commit. That's what nope. I heard. Yep. I heard him nope. <laughs> he hasn't said that at all. Uh, he hasn't actually. I'll give him that. Tough Luck versus Commit. What do you think, NPC? Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Commit here. Um, I mean, just ugh, Commit or Commit. They own all of the you know end of season awards. They just across the board. I see them winning. Uh, tough luck, good team, but it's gonna fold any second, any moment now. I just I can feel it. They're not even gonna complete the series. They're gonna. It's gonna be three and zero, and then tough luck's gonna fold. So the egos, the egos might come. Th- those big personalities, go. big personalities. <laughs> um, what do you think, Nick? Hmm. <laughs> Commit four zero. Whoa. Specs, I'm skipping you. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and just say this. I, 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 you know, I think it's hilarious that you kids are talking shit about Specs. Uh, you wouldn't say this to him at a land. He's jacked. And not only that, but he wears oh, the freshest God. clothes and eats at the chillest restaurant. Hangs out with all the hottest dudes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the sign says it yeah. says hottest. Dude. So, no, but really, um, I said tough luck during the prediction segment uh, in the first one. And I'm going to stick with it. And it's not... This is a bit of a homer pick, and I'll be the first to admit that because they're our affiliate team. I do think that there is something to be said for the work that Tough Luck has put in to get to this point. And I think the lynch, or the, the, the key on that team is going to be how much that their tank line of Real and Kingdom can battle with the tank line of Marf, Exos, and Sarandi. Whoever wins that, I think, wins the match. I think Smugs and Bing and Anarchy pretty much cancel out what Axiom and Shiro are bringing to the table. I think supports are pretty even, too. I think the tank line is the biggest question for me with Tough Luck, and it's not a shot on Kingdom. I think Kingdom's an outstanding main tank. We just haven't seen Real do enough yet in the match. And it's not that I don't think Real can do it. It's just that we've seen Sarandi be an outstanding tank. And we've seen Marf be outstanding. And we've seen Exos be outstanding. We've seen all three of them shine. We haven't seen Real shine yet. So for me, it's can they, can he and Kingdom carry the load and really stand up to that frontline brutality that you're going to see from Commit? And can Smugs really shine like he did as Season 2 MVP? I think he can, but... It's going to be interesting to see. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people are thinking. I do think Tough Luck's going to take it, and I think it's going to go in the distance. I think it's going to be a 4-3 in map 8. It's going to be a hell of a match. So, I'm not going to... This is not a prediction with anything. I think at the Discord tier level, the meta is going to be 
more crucial towards the team's success than that, the Harmony tier. And no one knows what that meta is yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. PTR pugs with, with pro players don't make a meta. Yeah. Um, Arissa right. Ryan isn't going to be an Arisa, like what Arissa Sigma is right now. Um, whoever, whatever one of the uh, between us and commit, whoever fi- figures out the meta first and has a, figures out how to play it better, I think is going to be they're going to have a severe upper hand. So it's just getting there at this point. I think as long as the meta, if the meta changes and Farah is a part of the meta, I think you have to give a you honestly look at tough luck as a legitimate danger to win this match, like a, a legitimate threat. But if R isn't meta, I think the Hanzo battle is going to be a big thing there too. So we'll see. I predict tough luck. It's going to be close. So finally, last but not least, let's predict the champion for each tier, guys. Let's just get it out there. We have four teams left in each tier. Harmony tier, short and sweet. What do you think, NPC? Oh, my God. Um, I predicted Undead Battery before. I'm going to pick Undead Battery again. Um, as much as I want it to desperately be to Jetpack Cats, I gotta go to Undead Battery. Uh, <laughs> I pick a Jetpack Cats because of the underdogs, and I love the underdog story. But I think Undead Battery actually have the best chance. Um, like Spec said, with the meta shifting, if the meta does go the way of like Reinhardt Orissa, Undead Battery have that in spades. They've got so many good Orissa and Reinhardt players; they can make that happen. Um, Oops, sorry, so I, I feel like that's I feel like it's under the battery. Nick, what do you think? Do you even have to ask? I do. Illusion. Uh, he called it. There he goes. Okay. All, all right. right. So Nick Nick now rising to specs level on the ego here all of a sudden. Wow, look at this guy. Uh no, anyways. Uh Specs, what do you think? Army tier. To me, this isn't even a, a thought. It it's jalapenos. Absolutely jalapenos. They it, it's I, I think a meta change for them plays into their hand just because of how individually skilled they are at every position, at every level, compared to the other three teams left. I mean, even if they play on the current patch now for their, their match against Jetpack Cats, it'll be the new one for the finals, and they're just too individually skilled to be overlooked at this point. It is the year of Teractin, boys and girls. The Undead Battery will be your Season 3 champions. I am calling it now. It is happening. My throat is giving out right now. My man, right here. But I'm going Undead Battery, taking the championship Season 3. There's definitely going to be an illusion. Uh, <laughs> that was for you, Nick. You weren't here for the first one. so. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, moving on. Discord tier, NPC. Um... I'm sticking with my original. I'm going to double down on the meteors. I'm going to say it's the meteors all the way. Um, I think it's going to be meteors and commit, and I think it's going to go the distance, but I think meteors, they, they, they want their win. They want it. The meteors are going to take it. Nick, what do you think? Commit. We have a commit. We have a meteors. Specs, you doubling down. It'll be the winner of the top left commit game. I won't tell you. <laughs> I I just this isn't to be harsh. Don't even count on Eclipse with this new meta. I I think you have to absolutely take them out of the running here. Meteors have a very easy path to the finals. I I think it's how they adapt to the meta for that final match. Paging at um, old takes expose on Twitter for that one. <laughs> um and, and then I I just I I really think between us and commit one of us will have a better grasp on the meta than the meteors will 
Um, but we'll see. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say tough luck. I don't have a reason. I'm just rolling with Oh, it. we know your reason. Yep, it's because I believe in smugs. My faith in smugs never dies, so... Okay. All right. It's his, it's his mercy pocket. My throat is literally giving way right now, so I'm going to go ahead and sign off the cast as we speak. For NPC, Nick, and Specs, Ski Free Eddie. See ya next probably two weeks away. Whenever. Whenever. Four kills for BDK Kid Willie at the fifth one. Uh, but a big shatter from Juco High takes a play from O again, putting the Jets in Victus wins the match. Massive Blossom from Claws getting into the back. An impressive job there by Infus Game. He really strong. Hold for careless. Hold that four puts the to pick up a third. Can he get a fourth? First one will be rocking with the dead bones. Pick up one. And now we see the shadow step of triage coming down with the dead bones. We got three on the point now and inside. Holy jalapeno just rolled straight. That's coming. It's going to take up this victory. Blood picks up three. There will be illusion. Arise by three in the fight. Full six. Manzi. Finding four with the dead blossom. And now you better back down because I'm